Welcome to episode six of The Elephant in the Room. My name is Matt Lawson. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about the erosion of the family unit. And this is a subject that's brought up quite often when I talk on my Instagram lives. Um, for those of you that don't know, I do Instagram lives every night. My account is Photography. But yeah, we talk about the erosion of the family unit and what that actually means for society as a whole. Um, I'm not sure if all of you guys are aware. I, I don't know where you sit with your family, but a lot of uh, families are in a bit of limbo at the moment, particularly after the pandemic and what's happened over the last three years. Um, it's sort of put a microscope on any uh, fractions or any um, problems that were happening within families, and it's really brought out the best and the worst of families, in my opinion. Um, a lot of people were separated from their family throughout the pandemic with border closures, um, with countries being shut down. People were stuck away from their families, which meant at the start it was kind of novel to people. So a lot of people got onto, you know, FaceTime and, and Zooms and those kind of things. But in real terms, it split families up. A lot of families do, you know, holidays over to meet their parents or see their parents or see cousins or loved ones. And, and that sort of got cut away. But I really think the erosion of the family unit happened well before the pandemic. The pandemic brought up a lot of trust issues, a lot of differing opinions within families. We saw that happening all over the place when it came to the mandates, when it came to jobs, when it came to um people's need to put food on the table, but their choice on medical freedom. So there was a lot of family issues with that within the pandemic. But I also think that um, a lot of families were already in a bad spot before the pandemic came, across, came along. And what it actually did was, as I say, put a microscope on the cracks that were there. So we know that domestic violence went up by around about 200%, which is a huge jump during the lockdowns. So families where there was already problems between husband and wife, husband and husband, wife and wife, whatever it is nowadays, you know, there's so many different ways that couples can be together. Um, it's shined a light on the problems that they had. So you had a lot of people stuck in toxic relationships during the lockdowns. And if you had a marriage that was on the rocks anyway, I think the divorce rates, I don't know the actual figures, but I know that they went up through the pandemic because a lot of families, whether, again, they had differing opinions on um, medical opinions or the lockdowns, but a lot of families were already struggling before the pandemic came along. And then the pandemic really made it worse because they were stuck in each other's uh, space because a lot of families had to work from home, husband and wife, or, you know, you had uh, maybe a wife at home with the kids or you had a husband at home with the kids to stay at home once and then the other ones came into that space to work and, and they ended up around each other a lot more. So I've definitely heard within my circle of friends of a lot of relationships that have broken down because of the pandemic and I, I think it's a bit of a catch-22 because you want to be closer to your family but some people drive each other crazy when they're around each other too often. I'm one of these people that drives people crazy myself. Uh, I, I overthink and I talk too much and I, I drive people crazy. And I'm sure there's a lot of re relationships where the dynamic dynamics of the relationship work much better when one's away at work and one's at home. Some of the best relationships I know, they they spend a lot of time apart or doing their own things. And I think that you know, particularly as you get a bit older, you realize that a relationship's really about 
two of you running alongside each other, not pulling each other forwards. You don't want to rely on the other person to pull you forwards in the relationship all the time. There are times when you drop behind and the other one needs to drag you along a little bit, but you don't want to rely on them to drag you through the relationship the whole time. And I'm not talking about by the hair or anything like that. Um, so a lot of relationships struggled because of that in in the pandemic, that they weren't good at being around each other all the time. The other thing that put a lot of pressure on relationships was the children being at home because a lot of kids were out of school, which is one of the stupidest decisions the government's made worldwide was taking kids out of schools. And my thoughts on that as well was that part of that was to break down the family unit too, because if you're having kids at home 24-7 instead of being at school. Now, there are differing opinions on this, and I will do podcasts about homeschooling because I actually think homeschooling is a really good choice. Uh, I'm worried about the indoctrination of our kids in school systems, but that's a whole other subject, and we always bring up other podcast subjects while we're talking on this one. But I do think that um, the dynamics of the families were, were thrown up in the air a lot by the way this was handled. But if we go back to before the pandemic, there was already a lot happening to pull families further apart from each other. One of the biggest things that's happened uh, throughout the, tw- uh, the 21st century, throughout the last 20 years, is that women have gone back into the workforce in huge numbers. And I'm not going to go into whether women should be at work or not. I-, I truly believe that everyone has their own choices and what they should do. The feminist movement said, get women back into work. And Other people said, I don't know if women should be working, they should be stay-at-home mums. I I think that there's roles for everything and lots of families have different dynamics, but I do feel like the worldwide trend has been to pull families apart. And the more time that parents are in work, um, the more time children are in childcare and in the school system and stuck with the government departments. And I think that that's not good for our children. I truly think that the best way that children can be brought up is by their parents, not by their government. And one of the biggest concerns is that our cost of living, not just now, but throughout the last 20, 30 years, has gone up so much, so exponentially, that families have had to send both parents back to work much sooner. So you're seeing more and more parents where as soon as the mother gets out of her nine months or, or a year's maternity leave, she has to go straight back to work. And I think that that's a huge problem when it comes to the family unit. We we need children being brought up by their parents, learning their values at a really young age. You know, those years from zero to seven years old is where the children are taking everything on board. They're learning so much and they're learning so much from the actions of their parents. And if we've got a generation of children coming up without parents being there by their side, then it's going to show through society. We're going to have a wayward society without the role models. And I think the the other problem that's happening in a lot of families is there is a lot of divorce and there are a lot of absentee fathers and mothers out there in society. And it's not to say that everyone should be perfect at all. And there's a lot of dysfunctional families that function really well. As much as they are called a dysfunctional family, they function in the way that they need to. But I think that the way that the, the system works is that it makes it so much harder for families to function in a in a normal way. And I don't talk, I'm not talking about the new normal of what they think the new normal is, because I feel like the new normal is all about us being more distant than ever before, socially distancing, everyone being at work and living their lives in this really dystopian fashion. I'm talking about the old fashioned family values. You know, when you were kids, I'm a child of the 80s. I was born in 1978 and I love telling stories. So back when I was a kid, 
We used to, so we get up in the morning, you get up around 7, 7.30 in the morning, watch some cartoons on TV, you know, the Smurfs and uh, what else was on back then? Flintstones, um, you know, some really basic cartoons, the Jetsons and these kind of things. And then you get up, you watch your cartoons and if it was on a school day, you go off to school and you run around in the schoolyard having a ball, like playing crazy games, British Bulldogs and on the monkey bars and all these games and Nowadays, the kids are putting cotton wool. They're not allowed to play these games. They're not allowed to play in the dirt. They're not allowed to rough it up and, and rough house and stuff like that. So there's a big problem with that, where we're putting our children in cotton wool and, and parents are becoming a helicopter parent. So you used to go off to school, play all your games, come home, run in the door, have a meat pie or have a Vegemite sandwich or something like that. This is an Australian podcast, remember? Have a meat pie or a Vegemite sandwich, um, maybe watch... 20 minutes of a cartoon that's on TV, but then you'd head straight back outside and you'd be up playing in a tree. Or we used to pretend we had like toy guns and play like Rambo in the backyard. Or the best thing would be to jump on your BMX bike. You know, how many of us had an amazing BMX bike? And, you know, some of you might have been lucky enough to have spoky dokies. I never, I never did the spoky doki trend, but we used to make like little ramps and jumps out in the backyard. And, go and do crazy stuff and you come back with blood on your knees or, or whatever else and you knew you had to come home when the street lights turned on out in the street. And the world just felt like you felt as a child that you had everything. You had your family at home. You had your mates that you could go and play with. Um, I mean, we used to play cricket. We had ongoing cricket battles in our court where I lived that went for weeks at a time. We had the stumps that were the, the electricity pole and we bring out one of the bins down the other end and we go in and bowl as fast as we could with the tennis ball and no one hand, one bounce. You had to catch the ball and people would run, you know, their runs. And, and it was so much fun. We'd play footy and take speckies over the top of each other on the concrete and we'd never break our arms. We'd never run off crying or anything like that. If you fell down, you get back up and play. So that's how things used to be. This is how we used to be as a society. And you get home and maybe mum would have a roast cooking or mum would have something cooking or, or dad might, but my dad was always coming home from work. And although he left when I was quite young, but you get home and, and, and you tell your mum about your adventures for the day. And then you might watch something like the goodies or, or I don't know, um, Degrassi High or something like that. And, and it was such a great life. It was such a beautiful life. And, and this is what I think we're missing out on. Then on the weekend, you know, your dad would help you make a, a ramp for your bikes or your dad would help you make a cubby house or, you know, you'd be inside playing with your He-Man or Castle Grayskull or Barbies or whatever it was you decided you were going to play with. And I know kids still play games, but everything's changed so much because they've put these bloody phones and iPads in front of us and they're the worst thing I've ever seen when it comes to the family unit. How many times do you see people in the park, right? You see a family rock up to the park. They come and they've got their bike or they've got their scooter or whatever else and they roll into the park and the kid goes and starts playing on the equipment. And what does the parent do? They get on their phone and they start scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, bloody TikTok, uh, what are the rest, Snapchat, all these things. And it's the worst. The kids are playing and their kids just want attention and the kids are like, jumping up and down and saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. And the parents have their faces in these devices. And it's not just the parents. Then when you get to the kids, 
when they go to a restaurant or something like that, instead of sitting and talking with grandma, grandpa, the other kids that are at the restaurant, they they if they play up at all, they're given a device. And I know there's parents out there that will listen to this that are guilty of doing this, putting the device in their hand, or when they get home from school, they go straight to a device without any interaction at all with the family members, and they get cranky, they crack the shits if the battery gets low or anything else. It's such a, a, a bad thing for our society. It's so bad that everyone's heads are down in their phones. You're missing out on so much out there. I'm a photographer. You're missing out on the colors and the life and the light and the and the buzz. How many of you wish that your kids were out there playing cricket, playing football, laughing with their neighbors? I, I challenge you. I actually challenge you all to, over the next couple of weeks, tell your kids to get to know their neighbors have conversations. I saw a video on Instagram the other week where there was three kids and they're in a front yard and their parents had obviously said to them, enough screen time for now, go outside and play, go outside and do something outside with yourselves. And these kids are just like walking around and they don't know what to do. They're kind of like kick the fence and they're looking and they're kind of trying to do like a TikTok dance to themselves, and, but they don't know how to engage and how to play. Play is one of the most important things that a family can have. Whether you um, decide to take your family bowling or you decide to go to a movie or, um, you know, go bushwalking, go for a hike, we need to go back to our fundamental basics again as society, which is being sociable, which is playing. So my challenge for everyone is try to go for a week without devices with your children. If you've got kids that are sort of, you know, from three through to 12, even 15, try set up a week where you go without any devices. I know there's people probably going, holy crap, I don't know how that will work. Let me tell you, before the year 2000, we never had devices. We didn't play on our phones. We did not do that stuff. If someone wanted to distract a child, they gave them a book and they said, use your brain and do some coloring in. Write a story, play a guitar, play an instrument, do something like that. And then the parents can get involved as well. Get the parents out kicking the footy. Get the parents out playing cricket. Get the parents out uh, drawing with them, playing an instrument with them, whatever it is. We need to bring that back. We need to bring back these beautiful family values. We can't allow the society that we used to know to disappear altogether. I'm going to give you another story, and this is for whether people are in the, the freedom movement or not, because obviously people know that's where I uh, am from. But I'm a, I'm a free human being, so I'm just like everyone else out there. And I don't want any division of you're in the freedom movement, you're not. We're all human beings, and we want to live the best possible life that we can. I think that, you know, over the next little while, I want you guys to understand that this can be achieved still. It hasn't gone. Uh, back in February 2022, there was a thing called Camp Epic where the freedom people, the people from the movement that wanted the lockdowns to end and the mandates, went to a place uh, called Canberra. It's the capital city of Australia. Bit of a shithole, but we went there. Uh, and while I'm speaking about Canberra, that place has something demonic about it. And I don't know who's been there. It's much colder. Uh, it's, like a, it's like a concrete jungle. I just don't like it as a city. But anyway, if you're from Canberra, I do apologize, but it's not the, my favorite place in the world. When we went to Camp Epic, so we set up a camp and all the people that went there, and there was thousands of people that went there, set up a camp where we all um, made it our home base with tents and everything else. And 
we decided to live our very best life over the two weeks that we were up there. I was up there for three. What happened in that camp was magical. What actually happened was everyone treated everyone else like they were family. And what we had in that experience was like going back in a time walk to the 1980s. You literally had people walking around in like stubby shorts with their singlets, having a chat to their neighbours, cooking a barbecue, offering sausages, offering meat to the people around them, kids on skateboards, kids on scooters, people laughing, people chatting, conversations. It was the most magical time warp that you could ever imagine. And I'll do a podcast just based on Camp Epic. But what it showed you in this little petri dish of a, a, a protest camp in Canberra, and people might go, you're all cookers or whatever else. It doesn't really matter. What it actually showed you was as much as they try to divide us and break down the family unit, if we get away from our devices, our TVs, and all the bullshit that's put out there by mainstream media, pharmaceuticals, corporates, to break down the family unit, if we get away from all that shit, our lives can be magical again. We can go back to the basics. And it's almost like we've let technology go too far. And we've let the the breakdown of the church, the breakdown of the systems, the breakdown of our schools, the breakdown of our workplaces, destroying the family unit to an extent where we think we can't live that way again. I'm here to tell you right now, we still have an opportunity to go back to basics and have a beautiful uh, society where our families uh, flourish, not just succeed, but flourish and our communities flourish. I really challenge all of you, as I say, Drop the devices, get out and speak to your family, contact the people you haven't heard from in the last couple of years. Whether you've had disagreements on anything to do with the pandemic, your medical choices, um, who got jabbed, who didn't get jabbed, the borders, whatever else, drop all that bullshit. Contact the people in your family and say, let's get together and have a barbecue. Let's throw a frisbee, let's kick a footy. No devices, chuck your device down, leave it in your car, don't bring it with you. I want to live like it was back in the 80s when things were pure and things were great. And Let's try to bring back the family values that we all cherish. If you really think about it, you do cherish those things. And I challenge you all to do it. And I challenge you all to call your family, call your parents, call your brothers, call your sisters, call your cousins and say, I love you, mate. I miss you very much. How about we just catch up and do something fun with the kids? How about we just catch up and and kick a footy? Let's hit some golf balls. Let's, Let's do something that we enjoy doing. Let's go to a movie. Let's go to a cafe. Let's do something that doesn't involve technology. Let's get rid of that stuff. Let's leave it behind and go back to having that beautiful life that we all cherish so much. Okay, guys, I'm going to let you go. Um, Feel free to share this out to as many people as you can on every single social media platform out there, even though I'm telling you to get away from technology. I needed to get this podcast out. And let me know if you've got any ideas for what you'd like on the next podcast. Just drop me an email or a voice message or anything else. Um, and I'll be back again tomorrow. Peace.